This is the Talent, Sales, and Scale Show. Well, I'm always envious of your pictures that you put up on uh, on uh, on LinkedIn with the, uh, the the ocean picture. So cool. <laughs> well, let's talk about defining that rule because too many people. They don't do that. They don't define what success is. So whenever you give the definition of here's what sales enablement is, why don't we start there? Because I, I mean, so many people just throw out everything. Well, oh, it's a it's an infographic. Oh, it's a this. It's a that. It's a technology only. So why don't we start there with what's your definition of sales enablement? Yeah, I love it. I I think that. <sighs> It's almost, for me, it's more a guiding ethos, right? I believe that the role of sales enablement is to represent the voice of the field and voice of the customer and to empower these human beings, our our corporate athletes, um, while they undertake one of the most stressful and demanding jobs in the organization, hard stop. And with with the knowledge that when sellers win, everyone wins. And so I I think another piece that's important or that I like to highlight is what falls under the scope of sales enablement and what does not. Um, What does not, I think a lot of the operations, right? So like the the tech stack, I mean, don't get me wrong, I've done my fair share of, of trainings for product launches and also like you know, driving adoption for a new pipeline tracking tool. But I think that that's more RevOps. For me, I think it's the content that you're creating internally and externally, whether it's a training, an internal podcast, um, playbooks as a great example. It's also your process, processes, right? So I've got a green belt in process design. And so one of my favorite things to do is to look at um what's the current state of, of what's happening right now and to find those gaps and look for the opportunity areas. And then I, of course, the, the last, or excuse me, training and coaching, I think also school falls squarely under sales enablement. And that for the record includes a uh, new manager coaching as well, which is a massive gap um, that I see on, on a lot of sales floors right now. Wow. Okay. So I wasn't considering that at all. So there, you're not talking sales enablement as necessarily being the technology side at all. You're saying, hey, that should that should live over in the rev ops side. You're really talking about content creation, training. Uh, I want to hit what an internal podcast is because I've not heard of that terminology before. And you mm-hmm. also talked about process training and coaching. Uh, I said training twice there, son of a gun. So uh, let, let's hit uh, the the internal podcast. What exactly is that? Okay. So when you think about the medium, right, we hear a lot of talk about people using video during their sales motions, right? Video, email, social, these are just channels. The podcast is a phenomenal channel to enable and empower the sales team. But to your point, it's very new, right? Most people, when they think podcast, they think of external podcast. But there are um, some pretty exquisite ways to actually create some internal podcasts and then push them to, you know, this streaming app. So where people are already listening to um, their podcast. So you don't have to deal with that behavior change um, aspect. Now, what is or why does this channel, why does this medium Why is this an exceptional fit for sales enablement? I think the first one and the most important one is it meets sellers where they're at, 
right? They're on the move. And it also untethers learning from sitting at your fucking computer. I don't know if you're allowed to curse on this show, but you, it, and so when you think about it from the like be more inclusive or the neurodivergent ADHD is one example, we have to be moving while we're learning. It's very difficult to consume and retain um, new information while, while you're sitting still. And so from that perspective, it's a win, but also the caliber of attention that you're able to get through the podcast. Um, it just trumps anything else. Like take video as one example, when you are watching a video on YouTube or in your you know, sales enablement platform, be it high spot, seismic, mind tickle, whatever, um, you probably, if you're like me, you've got a bunch of other tabs open and you're playing in Slack and you're checking emails as they come in. But when you're listening to a podcast, you tend to be, you know, more into a routine. So you're walking the dog. You're driving the kids to school. You're, you know, like doing dishes. I was just listening to your show, Brian, doing some dishes. And, and so the caliber of attention that you get is a lot richer. And so the, the knowledge that you're able to push, um, I, I mean, it, it's stickier. And I think there, it's half the cost of video production. So that's like a win right there. And, and, and you're able to democratize the voices on the team. So let's say you're doing a conversation series with top performers or a best practices series. You're giving your people the opportunity to learn best from the, the, the group inside the organization where most sellers actually learn the most from, and that is from their peers. Got and so it. with that, I'm going to pause. Yeah, no, no, I appreciate that. So this does not live in your LMS. You're suggesting that you do this through, I mean, just push it out to like a Spotify or something like that? Precisely. Okay. Um, you, I mean, that's a choice, right? That an organization can make, but I mean, it's like all things with change, right? Sales is always changing. Are you? Um, a lot of the the learning platforms, even like outside of sales enablement, like a degree, they weren't built um, to facilitate the podcast medium yet, mm -hmm. you know, the feature set really hasn't caught up yet. And so there's, um, that's a thing, but I, I think it's important also for an organization to look at how their content is being consumed right now, right? What percentage of your organization is already going to your learning platform to consume information? How, like how frequently is that happening? Is the answer all the time. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so you, in many ways, you can just bypass all of that um, at the beginning. But these are certainly conversations that we have um, during the planning phase of, of our projects and these, these internal podcast launches.